How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlick Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hello, hello. How's it going, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about the five things that I wish I knew starting my business. The entrepreneurial world is more sought after than ever before, but there's a lot of misconceptions, a lot of bad expectations around what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. So we're going to run through all of that today. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now on Amazon. All right, let's get on with the show. So here's the deal. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, right? Everybody everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Forbes, uh, Forbes found that 50% of the population wants to be entrepreneurs, but according to a Gallup poll, only about 4% of the world actually is entrepreneurs. This means that over 90% of people want to be entrepreneurs, but aren't making it. Now, I think part of the reason that a high majority of people don't make it as entrepreneurs is because of the misconception of what it actually takes to get there. And there's a lot of things that people don't really understand, or maybe they conceptually understand when they start an entrepreneurial business, but they haven't really fully lived it yet. It's kind of like the difference between knowledge and wisdom, right? Like you can know something, you can read something in a book, you can understand the theory, but when you start to put it in practice, it's a little bit different. So what I wanted to run through today is five things that I wish I knew, not just intellectually, but deeply knew, like wisdom-wise knew when I first started my business as an entrepreneur. So let's go ahead and just dig right in. So the first thing that I want to dig into is I I want to be honest with everybody. Entrepreneurship is fucking hard. It's hard. And this is something that I tell to all of our clients all the time when we're working with them, because I think there's such a big misconception around what uh, entrepreneurship really takes. We see all these all these entrepreneurs all over social media, you know, like Instagram and TikTok and Facebook is just a highlight reel, right? It's just a highlight reel of everybody's wins and all of these things and we then go compare our behind the scenes like we're we see the behind the scenes, the crawling through the mud, the getting punched in the face, the massive mistakes, the doubt, the self-worth issues, like all of those sorts of things. And then we go see everybody's highlight reel of, oh, this person who made it and was able to do this and now has this big following or has their best selling book or has, uh, you know, this uh, six figure or seven figure or eight figure, you know, they, six figures in three months or or seven figures in two weeks, or eight figures in uh, 47 minutes. I you, you hear it all the time, right? Like you see all the highlight reels, but you don't see behind the scenes of what it actually takes to get there. And the truth is, it'll take twice as long as you think to get there. It'll be twice as hard. And even knowing, you know, you hear everybody say, oh, it's hard. Oh, you'll make mistakes. Oh, you'll have to face failure. Even then, 
right? It'll take twice as long and it'll be twice as hard and it'll cost you twice as much to get up and running and you'll have twice as many obstacles as you ever thought possible. And even if you're going into this thinking that it's twice as much, it's gonna be twice as much as that, right? Now, I knew this. This was, this was the first thing that I, I wish I knew. Now, I knew this intellectually when I first started my coaching business. I knew it was gonna be hard. I knew it was gonna face obstacles. I knew it was gonna, you know, it was gonna cost me money and I needed to invest in myself and in coaching and all of that sort of stuff. But I didn't fully understand it until I really got rolling. And I got up and running and I put myself, you know, I spent every dime of my savings and then I put myself $20,000 in debt to get up and running and I still wasn't making a dime. And eventually I started making some money and then my best friend, AJ, committed suicide. And I went, I went into a deep, dark depression for six months and here I was, you know, I had, to, I had to figure out how to make it work while fighting depression, moving through the grief of losing my best friend. I had team members leave. I had, you know, all this sorts of stuff. And then when I finally got over that, you know, we had a, we had a year where we hit some stagnation and I spent over a half of a million dollars with no return. Half of a million dollars testing out different funnels and different systems that everybody was telling me to do and not getting a return. And we built a team and we had to break down a team. We had to build another team. We had to break down a team. And, you know, that was, that was a tough year for me. The year before that was getting up and running was a tough year for me. So like, you know, really, it was like two straight years of just busting my ass and feeling like there was no way out of this pit of despair, this pit of hell, right? And and I want to share that with people because I, I think so many people expect it to be easier than it is, or maybe you even know that it's hard, but it ends up being harder than what you really know. And the the more that you can just accept that it's going to be harder and be okay with that, the better off you'll be. That's something that I wish I knew when I first started as an entrepreneur, because the truth is, if you don't quit, if you don't give up, you'll get there. But most people give up because they expect it to be easier than it actually is. And that's what I, I want people to not give up. I want people to, people to be able to fight through the tough times so they can get to the really good ones. So number two is, as an entrepreneur, I thought that you get to do all the things that you want to do. Basically, you know, become your own boss and then you get to do whatever you want for the rest of your life, right? Well, the truth is you have to do the things that you don't want to do if you want to live a life that nobody else has, right? So when I first quit, I told everybody, because I, I was quitting to start my coaching business. When I first quit my job, I told everybody I was retiring. I was never going to do anything that I didn't want to do again, right? And that was my definition of retirement. Man, I was so fucking wrong. Right now, the truth is, as an entrepreneur, especially as a starting entrepreneur, you're going to have to do a lot of shit you don't want. Now, if you're aligning with something you're passionate about and you're and fulfills you, right, you'll realize that that's okay. But we have to realize you're going to have to do a lot of shit that you don't want to do. And if you think you can get away with not doing the shit that you don't want to do, like give up and go back to a nine to five. Right? Especially when you're first starting your business, the successful people are the ones that are willing to do the stuff that other people aren't. Right now, people think being your own boss is easy. They see the pictures of of uh, the travel and sipping Mai Tais on the beach and, and all of that sort of stuff. But the the reason that you get that freedom is because you have so much structure and so much discipline outside of that, that it gives you this freedom. Right. You only get there if you're willing to do the hard shit. You only get there if you're willing to do the stuff that nobody else is willing to do. I have a buddy of mine. His name's Joey. He's uh, he's an entrepreneur and copywriter makes multiple six figures as a copywriter and he had a he had a friend reach out to him and I love the way he tells this story he had a friend reach out to him and was like oh my god Joey you live such an amazing life like you're your own boss he's like yeah it's 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 really cool it's great and he goes god I wish I was my own boss so as your own boss you can you can like dictate your schedule right and Joey's like yeah I, I can 
And he goes, so yeah, I mean, I, like I would love that. I would love to dictate my schedule. I would wake up at like 11 a.m. and like eat Cheetos all day. And Joey goes, well, that's the reason you'll never be your own boss, right? Like you don't deserve to be your own boss unless you can hold yourself accountable to doing the tough things. Like I've been my own boss now for nearly six years and I've been waking up before 5 a.m. for all six years, before 4 a.m. for the last four and a half or five years, right? Most people like don't have the willingness to wake up at 4 a.m. even when they have uh, a career and stuff that they need to go to. Now, I'm willing to do the tough work. I'm not saying you got to wake up at four, you got to wake up at five. But my point being is like, do you think I enjoy waking up at four? No, of course I don't enjoy waking up at four. I enjoy the product of what comes when I wake up at four. I get a lot of stuff done. I'm very productive. I have a lot of free time. Afterwards, I, I help get all the things that I need to done in my business all before 9 a.m. I uh, got time to work out, got time to spend with my wife, walk the dog, like all of that sort of stuff because I get so much shit done in the morning, right? So I do the hard shit. I do the stuff that nobody else wants to do to give me the life that nobody else can have. So you have to be willing to do the things you don't want to do. That's number two. Number three is... I'll preface this with, let me ask you, are you chasing greatness? And maybe if you're listening to this, you feel like you're chasing greatness. You've got a big mission. You've got a big purpose. You've got something more that you want to give to the world and you want to chase greatness. So number three is a lesson that I learned from uh, Tim Grover. I, you know, I spoke at an event with Tim Grover and, and he said this and it, and it rocked me. He said, you don't deserve to chase greatness. Now, when I first started, I'll, I'll explain this in just a second. Don't worry. I'm not just going to be a dick and leave you hanging. I'll explain this in just a second. So when I first started my business, I thought I had all these amazing ideas and I, I had all this, you know, I had all this drive and motivation and I was entitled to success. It was, it was almost entitlement. I was entitled to greatness, right? And the truth was you can't avoid the process. Now, Tim, at the event that I spoke at, he then got on stage after me and in front of five or 600 people. He goes, who here's chasing greatness? And everybody's super excited. He goes, yeah, everybody goes, I'm chasing greatness. The whole room raises their hand. They're super hyped. And, and Tim goes, you don't deserve to chase greatness. Not a single one of you deserves to chase greatness. And everybody goes, oh, what a dick. And Tim goes, here's the truth. You don't deserve to chase greatness until you've chased, caught, and mastered good. And you don't deserve to chase good until you've chased, caught, and mastered average. And he goes, because Tim Grover was the, the coach for both Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. And he goes, you know, Michael didn't deserve to chase greatness until, you know, year six or seven in the NBA. Like six years, you know, of being in the NBA, not, not even counting his NCAA career, right? So six years of being in the NBA of chasing, catching, and mastering average, then chasing, catching, and mastering good before he could even start to deserve to chase greatness. Now, I feel like in my business right now, I'm just mastering average. I haven't even begun to chase good yet. Just to give you an idea of, of the process and how long it takes. This takes energy and effort over time. It takes mastery. Well, how do you master something, right? In, uh, in Jim Collins' book, The Outliers, he, you know, he talks about 10,000 hours to master something. Only once you've mastered, do you even de then deserve to chase, catch, and master good, in my opinion, right? Now, so many people, when we start working with them, they're like, Xander, I want to, you know, I want to earn 100K, 100K a month. I want to earn, you know, 200K a month or I want to, you know, wherever they, it is they want to be. And I always have to remind them, like, you don't deserve 100K a month problems until you can handle 50 to 60K a month problems. You don't deserve 50 to 60K a month problems until you've, you've proven yourself to master and handle 20 to 30K a month problems. And you don't deserve their, those until you've proven that you can build a six-figure business and handle those problems. So people, when they're first starting off, it's like, the, the problems, think about that. When you're, when you're chasing six figures, 
Like, do you think your problems are bigger or smaller than when you're when you're building when you have a seven figure business? The problems when you run a seven figure business are much bigger. They involve more money. They involve more people's lives. They involve you know bigger decisions, right? So you don't deserve to have those types of problems until you've learned to overcome yourself at the lower level of problems. So we can't skip the process, right? So that would be number three. I'd tell myself, you don't deserve greatness until you've chased, caught, and mastered average. Then you've chased, caught, and mastered good, right? And I think this would be a little bit of a blow to my ego, but at the same time, it would humble me enough to get me in line with number four that I think is one of the most important, which is focus on the process, not the outcome. Focus on the process, not the outcome. Now, Tony Robbins talks about, oh, you know, uh, your goals without deadlines are just dreams and stuff like that. So you need to set goals, you need to set deadlines and all of this stuff. And I'll be honest, right? One of the best things, if you need to get your ass moving, you need to get into action. One of the best things you can do to get you moving is set a goal with the deadline. One of the worst things you can do for your mental health is set a goal with a dead deadline. So one of the things, you know, I got really good at this when I first started and it was great. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I think it can be very useful and I still do it sometimes. Um, but, you know, one of the biggest lessons that I've ever learned is the person who walks toward a goal may or may not reach the goal. Now, if you reach the goal, you stop after the goal. And if you don't reach the goal, you stop before the goal and you consider yourself a failure and it beats up your mindset and you don't think that you can achieve anything in life, Right. The person who walks toward a goal may or may not reach the goal. The person who learns to love walking will hit the goal every time and keep going. The person who learns to love walking will go much, much farther. See, this job as an entrepreneur doesn't get any easier as you keep doing it. The job doesn't get easier. You just get better. And you learn to love the process. You learn to fall in love with the process. You learn to fall in love with getting out of your comfort zone. You learn to fall in love with growth. You learn to fall in love with difficult conversations. You learn to fall in love with pushing yourself past your comfort zone and doing new things and getting unfamiliar, right? The, the truth is, if you can learn to love the entrepreneurial process, truly getting, you know, falling in love with with investing in yourself, scarily, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and investing in yourself, taking risks, falling in love with pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, having difficult conversations. A mentor of mine once told me, you can tell your level of success by your willingness to have a higher number of difficult conversations, right? And when you learn to love the process, this prevents a lot of frustration and stress because you'll actually just keep walking. You'll just keep going even when you slip and you fall, even when you get punched in the face, even if you haven't reached a goal yet, because it doesn't matter. You've, le you've learned to love walking and eventually you're gonna hit the goal, right? So focusing on the process, not the outcome is one of the biggest things that I wish I understood when I first started my business because it would have saved me a lot of frustration and a lot of stress. Uh, and then number five, the number five thing that I wish I knew when I first started my business is to take care of your energy above all else. So as an entrepreneur, especially as a solopreneur, when you're first starting, you are the product, right? You are the product. How you show up will dictate everything. If you show up at a 10 out of 10, everything will keep moving forward. You'll be able to overcome your fears. You'll be able to, to push past your goals. You'll be able to overcome obstacles. If you show up at a 10 out of 10, but if, you sh if you're showing up at a six out of 10, you're never gonna be able to accomplish anything that you want because you're the product, right? You have to take care of you. If, you. if you get sick and you're out for a week, the business doesn't move forward. If your mindset's off, the business doesn't move forward. If you're not taking care of yourself, the business doesn't move forward. In the end, you are the engine that drives this thing forward, especially when you're first starting off. 
And if you're off, if you don't, if you're not doing the right self-care routines, doing, you know, doing meditation, doing visualizations, doing breath work, cold therapy, taking time off to rest and relax, having fun, taking weekends off, you know, taking some vacations, some space to, to, uh, you know, really let your brain expand and get creative. Again, obviously we always talk about, you got to work hard. You got to do these other things, but you got to take care of yourself too. And if you're not doing that, right? You're not going to be able to show up at a 10 out of 10. If you're not able to show up at a 10 out of 10, you're never going to be able to achieve the things that you want to achieve, right? So these are the five things that I wish I I knew when I was first starting my business. So if you're a new entrepreneur, I really want you to marinate in some of these and you might intellectually understand them, but I want you to go put them into practice, right? It's different to intellectually understand something as it is to put something into practice. I always tell this to my team, uh, whenever they're do, doing something new, they they might go through a training and then I say, well, once you're actually implementing it, go back through the training while you're implementing it. So you can actually like get a feel for uh, the wisdom that's being presented here, not just the knowledge. All right. So number one, make sure that you understand that <clears throat> building a business is going to be hard. It's going to take twice as long. It's going to be twice as hard, twice as much cost, twice as many obstacles as you think to get it up and running. Number two, you're going to have to do the things that you don't want to do. If you're willing to do the things you don't want to do, you'll have the life that nobody else is willing to have. Number three, you don't deserve greatness. You can't skip the process. You have to chase, catch, and master average first before you can chase, catch, and master good, before you can chase, catch, and master great. Number four, focus on the process, not the outcome. Yeah, set goals, give yourself direction, um, but if you focus on the process, you won't be discouraged when you don't hit them. I set so many goals that I don't hit, but I'm not discouraged because I've learned to fall in love with the growth process. And then number five, take care of your energy because you are the engine, especially as a solopreneur. And if your engine blows out, the business isn't going to move forward. Now, that's all we have for today's show. So don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure that you're implementing what you learn here with us today. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. I'll see you in there. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.